cash is king. And that statement is never truer than in uncertain times. Mm -hmm. And the companies that do manage their cash better than others will have more flexibility to weather these economic storms or even just uncertain times when nothing is really wrong, but everybody thinks something's wrong. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone. It is a great day here at Estimate Rocket Radio. I want to give you all a very warm welcome. My name is Kathy. I am the Director of Sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is our leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing really good. Uh, excited about a fun conversation about finances today. Ooh, yeah. And it is fun. So don't yes. shut down when we say <laughs> the word finance because it's super cool and the subject is Cash is King with Tom Drost. Tom Drost is the founder and CEO here at Estimate Rocket. He is a really cool dude. He is has been a software architect for over 25 years, writing top software products that have sold nationally and internationally. So he has a lot of experience in owning companies and running companies and having them perform at their highest level. We are in the third part of managing uncertain times. Yes, we're talking about a finance topic, cash flow, but we talk about very practical steps to get your cash flow in order. Everybody wants good cash flow all the time. We're just talking about best practices to get cash flow where it needs to be in the good times so that you're ready during uncertain times. Crisis management is much easier when everything has been working the way it's supposed to be working all along. So now we're going to dig a little bit into Tom's finance background to talk about what cash flow should look like for contractors in any industry of any size all throughout the year. Hi, Tom, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Hey, Kathy. It's great to be here again. Okay, so we are now in part three of Managing Uncertain Times. Uh, part one was about not panicking. Good start to any plan. Uh, and then part two was about three-month planning cycles, which we practice regularly here at Estimate Rocket. So let's talk about the third thing. Uh, what is the next, really the big planning strategy or the kind of coping strategy that people need to be paying attention to as we're trying to thrive during economic uncertainty? Well, it has to do with the phrase, cash is king. And that statement is never truer than in uncertain times. Mm -hmm. um, and the companies that have that do manage their cash you know, better than others will have more flexibility to you know, weather these economic storms or even just uncertain times when you know, nothing is really wrong, but everybody thinks something's wrong. So it's a, it's a really critical piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with you. And I hear cash is king all the time. So mm. it's obviously on top of everyone's mind. So Tom, what would you say as far as cash flow? Why is it so critical? Why, why would someone need to have a big pool of cash on hand at any given time? Well, uh, having sufficient cash flow allows you to make really stronger decisions and to take advantage of opportunities that come up in uncertain times and in, in certain times even. Mm -hmm. um, you can act with much more confidence and keep your team on track. 
It's also really true, Kathy, that you can't pay your bills with your good looks, even though they're really stunning. Kathy can. <laughs> yeah, you got a point there, Chris. <laughs> I forgot I'd about like that. I'd like to think that. I'm not so sure, though. <laughs> and, you know, just throwing in the concept of in uncertain times, sometimes the weaker companies tend to close their doors. And if that is the case in your area, you could potentially take on some new team members by hiring uh, at places where, you know, the companies do end up closing their doors. So you can use your cash in many different cool ways. Yeah, absolutely, Kathy. Again, it's having flexibility and opportunity and the ability to take advantage of opportunities that come up. Uh, I remember when COVID was first hitting over at the Painting Contractors Association, there was a whole series of sessions called Operation COVID Response, and there's podcasts and all these webinars and everything. And I know a lot of the word on the street for contractors was keep blood in the body. You know, it was talking about how right. important cash flow is. Mm -hmm. And everybody is a blood in the body, blood in the body, you know. Don't be a uh, penny wise and a pound foolish. Jason Paris, who's now the chair over there at the PCA, was talking a lot about this. And everybody was like, okay, all right, let's keep our heads you know, together. That's what this whole series mm -hmm. is about too. But um, so when we talk about cash flow, we know it's important. What do you think are the few things that people can actually do to keep cash flow on track? Well, one, one key thing you can do is to get deposits on your booked work. Um, there are definitely contractors out there that do not do that. And I think I think that's, uh, especially in uncertain times, it's a big mistake. Once you get a job booked, if you're not collecting some sort of a deposit, uh, the, it's just too easy for the customer, you know, two weeks later when you're counting on doing the work for them to say, eh, we decided not to do that. Once you mm -hmm. get a deposit, then, you know, they're serious and, and they're, mm -hmm. you know, there's a much higher probability of them honoring the commitments that they've made to, to work with you. One other note on that is, don't spend those deposits before you've earned them if you can help it. <laughs> you need mm. to get them in the bank. And that's what cash flow is, putting money in and then taking money out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a question on that real quick before you go to the others. When we talk about deposits, I know Estimate Rocket, uh, our platform is set up for people to collect that pretty easily. Mm -hmm. And you know it can be pretty automatic too, depending on how you set up your account and your messaging. But do we find that a lot of contractors do ask for deposits, like a majority of the contractors that we work with? I mean, just to kind of give us some perspective here. And then if so, of the ones that do collect deposits, about how much are they asking for? Yeah, I think I think probably about 50% uh, ask for deposits. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, that's, a, that's just a, you know, back sure. of the napkin uh, thought. Um, and most, I'm going to say, ask for between uh, 25 to 35% for mm -hmm. a deposit. Okay. Yep. I would There's say some that do 50, but they're, you know, I think the, the majority are somewhere between 25 and 35%. Mm -hmm. okay. I would agree with that. Cause I talk to a lot of customers. Mm -hmm. Okay. That that's helpful. I think for perspective, the other thing that's, that is really useful is to collect your final payment as you complete the work. Now, mm -hmm. in some cases that may not be possible or practical, but anytime you can, you should always do that. So you have to prepare ahead of time, you know, be ready with an invoice when you go on that last day or be able to have one generated before you're ready to leave the site uh, and present that to the customer. It, it really, it does a couple things. One is uh, when you collect immediately, 
Uh, you have no accounts receivable. You have nothing to follow up on that you have to track down now and, and hunt down, which takes even more of your valuable time. So it really does help accelerate cash flow. And I know a lot of customers do that uh, because it, it really does help it. And again, it, saved, it saves you a lot of time. Uh, some people might feel uncomfortable doing that, but there's really nothing wrong with it. You provided a service, you did a good job, you cleaned up and you're ready to go. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I need the last however much it is for this. And really, really best though, if you prepare the customer in advance for that. So mm -hmm. you let the, you're coming out on the last day, or if it's a one day job, you know, you want to prepare them in advance that, you know, we collect a, we collect the final check, uh, or uh, you can pay by credit card if you accept them, which gives them extra payment options, which is always good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, make it flexible and easy for the customer. Uh, but uh, if you prepare them in advance, so that they know what they're going to have to pay on that last day, it makes it much, much more difficult for them to say, oh, gee, you know, I forgot you didn't tell me ahead of time and I don't have my check today and all the other right. excuses that you might run into. So you don't want to make more work for yourself by having to follow up on collections if you can avoid it. Right. And I'm going to do a shameless plug for Estimate Rocket because, you know, <laughs> a lot of our customers, they either have their tablet in their hand or their phone. And they do a final walkthrough with the customer and they just hand the, the tablet or phone to their over to their customer and their customer can pay by credit card just by signing with the tip of their finger um, within Estimate Rocket. So you can get paid on the spot. They don't need a check. They need nothing. They just need to um, sign off it in estimate rocket. So you can get your money super quick. Yeah. Using the credit card payments is um, yes, there's a cost to it, but the fact that it accelerates your cash flow and mm -hmm. reduces your uh, paperwork and uh, moving paper around and putting checks in the bank, uh, it can really, really help accelerate your cash flow. Right. Hmm. So you got pay. Okay. So you got deposits, you have payment upon completion. You have the messaging that goes along with that to help prepare people uh, you have payment options that helps with the point number two there as well. Okay. That's all good to know. Yeah. The other one you can do is ask suppliers for payment terms. So, you know, you, you, uh, most likely you have a group of, um, of suppliers or vendors that you work with on a regular basis. Most people have their favorites, you know, it's good to have backups or, you know, have a couple of vendors at times, but uh, you can always ask for, if you have a good reputation with them and you do a lot of business with them, you can ask them for terms. The worst thing they can do is say no. Uh, and, and, but if they give you 15 day terms or 30 day terms, that can really help again uh, to accelerate your cash flow by, by slowing down how often you're paying or how soon you're paying for your materials. Your vendors, they get terms from their suppliers. So you'd be very surprised if you've got, again, if you've got a good relationship with people, it really does come down to having good relationships with both your clients and your vendors. Um, you, you're probably going to find a favorable answer to that. Other thing you can do is um, purchase your expensive materials just in time. Uh, keep in touch with your suppliers. Make sure you know what the availability is on things because you don't want to be out of stock or not be able to get something that you need when you need it. But making your purchases at the last possible moment again, slows down how fast your cash is going out and maximizes your cash that you're holding. Uh, and which again, that's what cash management, cash flow management is all about is trying to keep more in your bank account uh, or as much in your bank account as possible. 
Uh, and the final one on, on the supplier side is don't pay bills before they're due. Mm-hmm. There's no point in paying right. it, you know, paying it today when it's not due for 15 days. Mm-hmm. Again, these are all things. And, and, you know, this is probably difficult when, um, you know, when you're a sole operator and, and don't have a lot of help and support. Uh, but as you grow, you'll have, you know, that's going to be one of the people that you're going to want to get on board early on in the process is someone that can manage these things for you so that, you know, you, they are helping you to optimize your cash flow. It's mm-hmm. a very important part of the administrator, uh, office administrator or uh, bookkeeper, those people. That's that's one of the things they do and should be doing for you is helping you to manage your cash by you know, paying bills when they're due and making sure we uh, accelerate when we collect money. Yeah, that is so smart. That really, I think that really covers all the basis there. So how should cash flow work in economic uncertainty? But do you feel it's any different than when times are really great? How cash flow should work within normal times or really great economies? Right. Excellent question, Kathy. The, the follow-on question is actually the more important one. No, there shouldn't be any difference in how you manage your cash flow in, okay. in uncertain mm-hmm. or normal times. Okay. You need to have, that needs to be something that's always top of mind because, mm-hmm. because you need, you need fun. You need cash to run a business. It, that's just, that's part of life. And, and if you don't have cash and somebody else has cash, they're going to have an advantage. It's sort of like mm-hmm. the, you know, the runner that's a little bit faster than you in the race all the time. Well, till you get faster or uh, learn a new trick or stronger or whatever it takes, that person's going to, you know, that, that entity is going to keep, uh, keep having an advantage over you. Mm-hmm. I would say until you have a three to six months of operating expenses in the bank, you really should monitor your cash flow on a weekly basis. Uh, it's really, especially in uncertain times. And if you're, again, if you have, very little cash in your bank account or no access to uh, funds from another source if you should need it. Um, you want it to do that. It's it's a pain in the butt, but it's pretty straightforward. You take your current cash balance, a bank balance from, you know, you can probably get that right on your phone from your online banking. Um, you need to add to that your expected receipts for next week and subtract your uh, expected payouts for next week. And as long as that number stays positive, you're in good shape. So mm-hmm. when that number goes negative, when you're anticipating next week, you're going to be in, you're not going to have any balance in your bank, then you better be thinking about checking on your receivables, seeing what jobs you can finish up and get invoiced. You know, mm-hmm. you really have to think about those things that you can uh, accelerate the the cash flow on. We do operate differently when we think it's normal times or, hey, this is the time for me to get paid. This is time for me to live it up. This is... You know, in the planning mindset, it's not always preparing for disaster. It's just doing the right kind of planning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's Absolutely. planning for the future, and 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 you're kind of always splitting. We're always trying to split between like not being so futuristic that we don't enjoy the present because all you have at any moment is the moment. You know, the the future <laughs> is just an idea. However, we want to continually extend our moments and have as many of those as we can. So that's what future is about. So it's it's a little bit of a balance, but it sounds like if you do it right, you're you're doing both in, in one fell swoop. You won't be caught off guard and kind of pulling your hair out when when the tough times come because 
you're prepared and you've been having a good experience all along. So Mm -hmm. that seems to be the best of both worlds. But also what you're saying makes a lot of sense at at any time. Um, These are smart things to do. I guess we should ask, what are the different ways that this gets off track and how can it get out of balance in economic uncertainty? Because I'm sure that exacerbates the problem a little bit. Yeah, I think the way that it gets out of hand is just by a lack of attention to it. Um, At some point, you know, if you do have um, a couple months worth of your operating expenses in the bank, you may get complacent about of keeping up with that and keeping track of it. Uh, and when when you do that, it things slip. And and if mm-hmm. and once those things start slipping, your cash in a bank can get eaten up really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're not operating profitably necessarily. Uh, in a lot of cases, it just means you're not managing it. You're not managing your accounts receivable and making sure you're collecting the money that's due to you. Um, it can be as simple as that. But you know, anything you're not anything you're not paying attention to uh, is is going to uh, has the opportunity to get out of control. And cash is your lifeblood. I mean, you you need it. And if you don't have it, you're in trouble. Cash flow. Do you think a lot of business owners are doing this right? I guess this is kind of a bonus question. Do you think that you're an accountant? That's the way you think. You understand finances. You do that so well at Estimate Rocket. You did this so well building a system for people, the the software Estimate Rocket, so people can use it in their own company and do it the right way. Do you feel like people are making good use of those types of tools out there and, and doing good cash flow? Do you find yourself having to kind of steer people straight on this a lot? A lot of people are, but it really, it, it's not complicated. It just re- really requires you to have your own system for it. And when I say system, I'm not necessarily talking about computers. I'm talking about uh, a process or procedure that you execute on a regular basis. So, and in that case, it's it, it involves looking at your various reporting uh, systems, like your bank balance in your in your bank in your uh, in your online banking, and your sales reports and your cash receipts reports uh, and your accounts receivable report in Estimate Rocket or whatever tool you're using for that, and and doing a quick little analysis of are you you know are you expecting next week or next couple of weeks to be uh, cash positive or cash negative. And if you if you're expecting them to be cash negative, then you got to be prepared for that. The mm-hmm. one other thing that I will say um, gets can get people in trouble is uh, annual expenses. So in a lot of cases, what we're doing, what we're spending on a month to month basis, is for that month or for the projects that we're going to do that month or payroll for that month. So. It, generally speaking, those expenses are going to be in line with the, the revenues that you're bringing in through your business. The one thing that can get you in trouble is when you have annual expenses. In other words, you're paying in advance in some cases for uh, a certain amount of services like insurances. Can, insurance can be a good example of that where you pay in the beginning of the year to be insured. Uh, and some insurance companies don't, don't have payment you know, payment programs. So you have this big lump expense. Well, as you manage your business, typically people look at their expense load and they say, okay, well, normally we're, we're, we're making, I'm throwing these numbers out. We're, we're, we have revenues of 40,000 and we have uh, expenses of 
25,000. Uh, that means that we should be cash positive by 15,000 a month, all things being equal. Hmm. But if we have a $5,000 insurance bill one month, or maybe there's a couple of those in a month, types of bills in a month, prepaid expenses, then all of a sudden your cash flow for that month is going to dip. Right. And that's one of the things mm -hmm. that surprises people at times. Um, I know in in, uh, in growing up through the years of, of business that I've been in, I've had situations where I got caught off guard with that, where I forgot, oh, shoot, that gets paid once a year. And there's three different ones of those coming up this month. And I wasn't thinking about that. Right. So it's really just a matter of, of being in tune with, you know, how your numbers are flowing. And if you're not sure how to do that, you need to talk to your accountant or other colleagues about how they might be doing it and just make sure you get yourself a system for it that, mm -hmm. you know, you know how to, Hey, these are the six numbers I need to look at on a regular basis to know that I'm healthy. And I want everyone to feel comfortable that this is always a work in progress, just like your business, just like yourself, you know, getting a handle on finances of the company and your personal finances. Um, it's always a work in progress. So really Tom is giving some outstanding tips on what to look at and how to pay for things. Um, it's, it's, it's an absolutely fantastic topic to talk about whether it's uncertain times or great times, because as he said, cash is king. So I really like all the details that you went through here. And one of the other things I'm going to suggest, because it's something I like, I'm a visual person, is that you can go into QuickBooks and you don't have to have two different accounts, checking accounts. You can make a dummy account and put your savings, the bucket of money that you're holding on to for your cash flow so that you have that bucket there that no one is allowed to write a check against unless they speak to you. So you can have your ongoing checking account balance in QuickBooks, but you can also have your pool of cash that you want to set aside and you just make a little dummy account, but you can see that bucket every day when you look in QuickBooks and you can tell your accountant or whoever is writing out the checks, we never dip into that without talking to me first. So I think that's a really good visual way of always knowing that bucket of cash within seconds. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good um, mm. bookkeeping tool to set mm -hmm. up a an account that I would probably call cash reserve. Mm -hmm. And your bookkeeper can make an uh, internal transaction just in QuickBooks, mm -hmm. which takes money out of what looks like your checking main checking account and puts it into that cash reserve account. Mm -hmm. And as you said, Kathy, that way when you look at your, at your uh, checking account in on the books and, and realize, okay, that's a hundred thousand, but your reserve has 30,000 in it. That means you have a total, you still have a total of $130,000 in your bank account, mm -hmm. but for, for planning purposes, you're not looking at that 30 that's in that cash reserve account, which is mm -hmm. how you build up your buffer um, and it keeps the book straight. Mm -hmm. And people have the fear of God <laughs> to write out a check against that money. So it, it really <laughs> does help it stay intact. Right. Well, it's really good stuff. Very practical. 
And mm-hmm. the financial piece of this whole thing of running a business sometimes can feel very nebulous for people, especially that don't have a strong financial background. And as we know, a lot of people, especially in the trades, they kind of begin as technicians and craftspeople that move into business ownership. So finances is one of the last things that people really get good at. So it's nice to give people the heads up from an accountant, from people who've built software for people to track all this stuff. So thank you so much for the help. Excited about the other two pieces that's coming in the future on managing uncertain times. Tom, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, Tom, it's been great having you on this podcast. I always learn so much when we talk together. This is a subject that's near and dear to my heart too, because I know (laughs) from running a business that it's key. It really is. Cash is king. Looking forward to the next one. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. It's a pain in the butt, but it's pretty straightforward.